0: Get ready to live fearlessly free with Heather Bunch. What are you afraid of? Are you afraid of maybe looking dumb? Maybe you're afraid for people to see your real self. Maybe you're afraid of conflict. What are you afraid of? Welcome to Live Fearlessly Free I'm your courageous coach, Heather Bunch, and I'm here to help you live fearlessly free so you can stop hiding, so you can show up fully yourself, and you can fulfill your God-given purpose. Now, today is for you if you have fear, which I'm going to be honest, that describes all of us. Whether you want to say you're afraid or not, we all have fear. So what I'm actually going to be talking to you about today is our core fears. Because each of our fears are different. We all each have a core fear. It's kind of like the root fear that actually drives us it motivates us. And for most of us, this is unconscious. We don't even realize it. So until we start doing some really deep self-development and and really become self-aware, we don't even realize that this core fear is causing us to show up in the world different. So what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to break this down using the enneagram. Now, I've talked to you a little bit about the enneagram kind of sprinkled it throughout um these episodes, but I'm going to I'm going to actually dive down into each number. Now, if you are not familiar with the enneagram and I don't mean pentagram, I um because some people will mistake it. it. This is, you know, not of the devil. Uh, it is Enya means nine, and Gram means diagram. And what this is, is just a personality typing system that helps show us the box that we've put ourselves in and helps us find a path to get out of the box and to transformation. You see, as kids, as little people, things happen to us, situations that were stressful or hard, traumatic. We came up with these self-defense mechanisms and this way of being in the world to keep ourselves safe, to survive. And it worked really great when we were little kids and it worked maybe even for a little bit as an adult, but honestly, when we take our fears, our unconscious motivations, when we are not aware of these things and we take them into adulthood, they stop serving us. And we need to be aware of what we're afraid of. What is our unconscious fear? What is our unconscious motivation? So I'm going to break down each of the types. Now that because the Enneagram is Nine, there are nine types, and so I'm going to go through each one, and I'm going to share with you the core fear. Now, you may or may not know your enneagram number. That's okay. You, you can go take a test. You can. I actually um, am a certified enneagram practitioner, and I can actually give you an enneagram test. However. You don't have to have a test to tell you what your number is. Because with the Enneagram, it's not about your behaviors. Because there are numbers that actually have very similar behaviors. The two and the nine, for instance, can have very similar outward behaviors. But our motivation, our core fear, is completely different. Why we do what we do is very different. So core fears type 1 now the 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 type 1 they are the perfectionist or i like how ian cron says it he calls them the improver so i like that word better so let's use improver and they have a fear of making mistakes and being criticized for it so they have this like compulsive need to perfect themselves others and and the world around them. Everything has to be right. Done in the right way. You know, they might be the types that have a absolutely clean immaculate house. I did not know the Enneagram when my grandmother was alive, but one of my grandmothers I has to be a type one. Now, I can't actually type people because I don't know what their motivation is. But I will tell you this. My grandmother, she had this avocado shag green carpet. Y'all remember shag? Some of you might be too young for that. Go Google it. It'll show up. She had this avocado shag green carpet. Now, you had to take your shoes off, but you couldn't take your socks off Because the oil on your feet would wreck the carpet. She polished her faucets. She typed out her checks. Yes, she typed out her checks. Everything was in order with my grandma. I was honestly afraid to ask for things because do I say may or can? I can't remember which. Like, I I couldn't even use proper grammar around her, and it freaked me out. That was my grandma. That that tends to be the type one but but they're they are so afraid of making mistakes and being criticized. That's their core fear. The type 2. Now, type 2 is considered the helper. Now, these people are amazing. They are the ones that are like the first ones to be like disaster happens, they are there to help. And they you know, got their casserole. They're, you know, helping you out, volunteering. They are the helpers. And we could not live without these people. Now, they have a fear that they can't be loved for who they are. So they try to meet the needs of others as their strategy to be loved and appreciated. That's their fear. So they actually help out of a fear and this need to be loved and appreciated. Now, type three. This is my husband. He is a type three. And these guys are the competitive achievers. They got this need to succeed and win. They have to avoid failure because you see their fear is if they aren't successful, if they are failures, they're not lovable. That is their fear. Now, I, I'm going to tell you, I love the type threes because, you know, I'm married to one. So, you know, I get to see the the good, the bad, and the ugly. And I'm going to say this. Every type has beauty in it. There is no bad number. So even though I'm talking about the core fears, okay? And it sounds like there's a lot of ugliness. Yes. When we are not self-aware, when we don't realize it's there and we're in an unhealthy state, our number can look pretty darn ugly. Because remember, these are just, it's like a mask we put on to keep ourselves safe. Okay? So the goal here is to unmask ourselves. And become our true self. And I'm going to get into that after I get through the fears. And I'm going to share with you a path to transformation. Now I love the threes because man they get it done. And my husband if I need something done. And for it to be efficient. Dude he will get it done. But I will tell you this. I have got to make sure. That I I always consciously make sure. That he knows I love him for who he is. And not what he does for me. Because again, that's their fear. They're only lovable if they succeed. So the type four. Now, um, the type four. Oh my gosh. They are super creatives. Okay. They are, the in, they are so individual. They are very unique. They, um, a lot of them are artists. But they have a fear that something is missing in them that everybody else has. And if they aren't unique and special, that they won't be seen and accepted. Let's talk about type fives. Now, type fives are called the investigator, and they are so good at Getting all the information and diving deep like they know a subject like nobody's business. But they have a fear of looking incompetent. And they're afraid that they don't have enough inner resources to meet the demands of, of people in the world around them. So they protect themselves from the, you know, the scary world. And they do it by arming themselves with information and isolation because they're afraid they're gonna, you know, not have enough energy and resources to meet those demands. Now, type six, they are called the loyalists. Now, the loyalists are amazing because these people are so good at community. And looking out for people. They have a fear. Of looking. That the world isn't a safe place. They. uh, Ian Cron puts it this way. And I I love this. He said they suffer from pre-traumatic disorder. PSD. Pre-traumatic disorder. So they're always looking for worst case scenarios. They have a need to feel safe. Secure and supported. And. This number actually experiences probably the most anxiety of all all the types. But they they use that anxiety to prepare for anything. Type seven. They are our enthusiastic visionaries. Now, I have a lot of sevens in my life. And I'm going to tell you, man, they are super fun. Like if you want to have fun, if you want to um experience new things, get yourself out of your box, like hang out with a 7. Because a 7 is always doing something fun and looking to the future and but they're doing that cuz they have a fear of of pain and unpleasant feelings. Like they compulsively look to the next great activity, event, idea, and they do it in order to avoid the pain, avoid the negativity, or stave off boredom. So they're always doing, 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 but it's to avoid any pain in the past. Type eight the challengers. I also have a lot of eights in my life. A lot of my really good friends are eights. So seven and eights. I got some, I got some strong people in my life. I'm just going to tell you that. And the eights are exactly what it sounds like. The challengers. They are strong. They have a presence. There is like this supercharged juice about them. However, eight still have a core fear, and it's this fear of looking weak and vulnerable. And that's actually why they show up with strength and control, because vulnerability to them is weakness, and they want to avoid that at all costs. Type nine peace maker. Now, I am a type nine. I am a peace maker. We are super chill, uh, go with the flow. We make peace. We are so good at seeing all the sides to everybody. Like, We really are good moderators and mediators. That is a type nine. However, We have a serious fear of losing connection with others. And so what we do is we merge with the agenda of other people so we can avoid the conflict that might cause disconnections. Like we have to keep the peace. So they call us peacemakers, but I like to actually think of it like a duck floating on the water. And you see a duck, uh, it looks so tranquil, peaceful as it's floating across the water. But if you get a view of what that duck looks like under the water, it is frantically pedaling those feet back and forth. And that's a nine. Like, we look so peaceful on the outside. So chill. Like, I'm from California, we were like, bro, I'm chill. But not on the inside. Because we are frantically figuring out ways to keep our inner and outer peace. Because we are so afraid of disconnection. Now, each of these core fears that we have, they motivate us. They change our behaviors. We show up in the world different. We see the world different they affect us and our goal is to learn how to be our best self because remember our type is a mask that's just trying to keep us safe but you know what me trying to keep the peace does not serve me go back to episode 17 if You want a story on how it does not serve me. Your fear is not serving you. And it's keeping you from being your best self. It's keeping you from being able to show up. In a way. That is going to fully help other people as well. You need to know you're loved for who you are. You need to embrace. Who your heavenly father is. And how loved you are. So you can be your best self. So what I'm going to do is real quick. I'm going to go through. That each type has what's called a vice. Or a passion. And I don't mean a passion and like. I'm so passionately in love with you. Not that kind of passion. It's like the passion that's like. a Oh I am so passionate about. Okay. So it's. It's kind of the passion that's not a a good passion. So each type has a vice, it has a passion, and it drags us down. It does not serve us. It keeps us in fear. It keeps us working out of our core fear. And what we need to do is we need to go from vice to virtue. Each core type, each type has a virtue. And it's the virtue that brings us life. And it helps us be our healthiest self. So this is literally your path to transformation. When you go from your vice to your virtue, that is your pathway. Now, it's not a one and done. It's a process. Because how many years have we been living with our core fear? How many years have we been showing up with this unconscious motivation? Most of us for decades. So it takes time to become our best self. It takes time to become self-aware. But as you do, as you, as you do this, you're going to notice more and more where your vice shows up. And then you're going to be able to consciously bring in, okay, I'm going to exchange my vice for my virtue. Another way to say this, Is our virtue helps us break free from the chains of our vice. Because our vice is holding us back. It is not what God's called us to. It's not who God's called us to be. God has called us to be our virtue. Our best self. This is who God's really created us to be. So type one. Type one's vice is anger. They cannot handle mistakes in themselves and others. So they they have this like seething anger that just kind of sits below the surface. It's like just a, a resentment. That's their vice. Now, their virtue is serenity. Because my friend, my type one friend, you Do not have the responsibility to save the whole world. You don't have the responsibility to have to fix everything. And life is not always just two points. It's not just right and wrong. There can be shades of gray. And your goal is to learn to be okay with that. And know that you are enough just as you are. Even without fixing it all. So... From anger to serenity, that's your path to transformation. Type two, my helper friends, your vice is pride. Now, I know that sounds weird because you are the helpers. Oh my gosh, you're like so selfless and you're out there and you're helping people. But what happens is pride shows up as acting as if you don't have any needs. So when someone says, oh, oh, well, what can I do for you? Oh, I'm totally fine. No, it's just my pleasure to serve you. You have needs. So your virtue is actually to go from pride to humility. Your path to transformation is to acknowledge that you have needs and let others help you. You do not have to give to get. It is okay to share your needs and let others help you. That is humility. That's your path to transformation. Type three. All right, my performer friends. Your vice is deceit. Now, It's not just like, oh, I'm deceiving others. Because see, the thing with threes is they're really good at putting on masks. And they can swap their masks to work with each people. Like they know how they need to be in order to maximize their relationship with different people. And so you can put on so many masks that you forget who you are. And you're afraid that if you take the mask off, nobody's there. So you have deceived yourself. You've created an image or images to prove you're successful. Even if it's only to yourself. Now your virtue, your path to transformation is authenticity. Discover your true self. And discover and learn and know You are loved for who you are, not what you do, not whether you perform, whether you do a great job or whether you fail and fall flat on your butt. It doesn't matter. You are loved for who you are. When you understand how God loves you because his love is unconditional, there is no condition with it. That means you don't have to do something to get his love. He just loves you. When you can grasp that, that is going to help you be your authentic self. And and to be able to strip away the masks and just be you. Type fours. Your vice is envy. Because remember, you feel like something's missing. That others have. That you so desperately want. So your path to transformation, your virtue is equanimity. It's learning to embrace the present and the future instead of fixating on the past. Instead of if onlys. I wish I had. I wish I was like. There is nothing missing in you. You are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And nothing is missing in you. Just be you. And know nothing's missing. Learn to be happy with what you have. Type five. All right. My investigators. Your vice is avarice because remember you consume information, resources, you hoard these things, these resources for fear you're going to run out. Maybe you won't have enough emotional energy to have that relationship or you don't have enough information. You're going to look incompetent like so you're just getting, getting, getting avarice avarice, pulling it in, hoarding it. So your path to transformation, your virtue is non-attachment. And what that means is living open-handed, knowing that there is more where that came from. When you give the resources that you do have instead of hanging on to them and hoarding them, And you live open handed; you get more back. Type six. Now, my loyalist friends, your vice is fear. Like worst case scenario, you are that pre-traumatic distress, you know, disorder. You're looking ahead to what's gonna go wrong. You're assuming something's gonna go wrong. As if it has to go wrong, okay? So fear is your vice. But your virtue, your path to transformation, is courage. Walk in courage. You can make decisions. And you can handle whatever comes your way. Remember, Courage isn't the absence of fear, but it is doing that thing you're afraid to do anyways. Know that God has not given you a spirit of fear, but he has given you a spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. That is your path to transformation. And type seven. Oh, my enthusiast friends. Woo! Your vice is gluttony. Yes. Because you want more. Give me more. I got to do the next fun thing and the next fun thing and the next fun thing. You're always moving on to the fun and the distractions. More, more, more. More isn't always better. So your virtue, your path to transformation is sobriety. I want you to stay optimistic about the future. But that doesn't mean you need to escape the reality now. Your path to transformation is to learn that you can sit with the now in the moment, even if there's pain in this moment, knowing that you can glean lessons from it. It is not going to kill you, I promise. I promise. Sobriety. Now, I'm going to throw out there for type sevens. I think an amazing thing for you to learn to do is meditate. Because that causes you, forces you to sit in the moment. Sit in the now. Don't just keep pushing on to the future. More, 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 more. Sit in the now. Embrace it. Enjoy it. Be present in it. Type eight. My challengers. Your vice is lust. And it is a lust for power and control. Because, man, you guys have a amazing, incredible presence about you. But you have a lust for more of it. And what you may not realize... Is if you are not self-aware, you are going to leave a lot of dead and bloodied bodies along the way. For your lust for power and control. We need your strength. So your path, your virtue is innocence. Because again, we need your strength. But what I want you to realize is vulnerability is really your strength. Vulnerability, even though you may feel like it's weakness, it is actually courage. It takes courage to be vulnerable, to be real, to show that you have a need, that you don't just have to be powerful and and do it all. And I don't need anybody. But when you are open and vulnerable, oh man, my friend, you can use that strength for so much good. Innocence. That's your path to transformation. Type nines. Not going to leave you out, people. Because remember... We think our voice doesn't matter because our vice is self-forgetting. We fall asleep to our own needs and desires. We forget. So we, we don't just like um stuff it. We forget that we even have it. Okay? The two is aware of their need. They're just afraid to share it. We've forgotten we even have one because we've pushed it down so long. We've fallen asleep to it. Oh, and it's so easy because, you know, once you're asleep to it, you don't, it doesn't take as much work. So our path to transformation, our virtue is right action. We need to wake up. We need to do the right thing. We need to work on ourselves. We need to become our own person. We need to embrace that our voice matters. And we need to get it out there because people need what we have. Wake up. Stop self-forgetting. Yes, I know it's easier to just let somebody else do it. And that's actually why nines, nines, we tend to have a lot of eight friends, a lot of uh seven friends like cuz they bring a lot of juice and energy and then we can just sit back and they can just take it they can just do it right but we're missing out and other people are missing out so your path is from self-forgetting to right action so we are called to wake up what is your core fear You don't have to live there. You don't have to stay afraid, but you can go from your fear, from your vice to transformation and your virtue. That is going to help us be our best self. And when we are our best self, we are able to stop hiding. We can show up fully ourselves, who we really are, masks removed, and we can fulfill our God-given purpose. I just want to thank you so much for listening. Thanks a bunch. And until next time, live fearlessly free. Hey, before we go, I just want to invite you to have a discovery call with me. If you are looking at the Enneagram and you're looking at your core fear and you're like, Oh man, I'd really love to dive into that more. I can help you. Just go to heatherlbunch.com slash lifecoaching. You can fill out the form. We'll set up a discovery call. Let's see if we're a right fit. Thanks again and have a great day.